Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's great to have you with us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. Today's story is just right for a tiny little drive, like if you live really close to soccer practice. <laughs> I'm joined by <laughs> Lacey Olson, uh, who's going to tell us about this story. But but first, of course, I, I, I want to remind you that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites uh, each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long Appleseed episode, that episode filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, you're going to want to tune in for a wonderful story recorded live in the Appleseed studio by the terrific storyteller and musician Charlotte Blake Alston. She told us the story of John Henry, who died with a hammer in his hand, that great American folk story. Uh, And her version, this wonderful rhythmic kind of musical version of that tale, is called Hammers of Steel, rang out. And we're going to bring that to you on uh, Thursday's episode of The Appleseed. In the meantime, again, Lacey Olson with me. Lacey, tell me about uh, what we're going to hear. Yeah, so this is a pretty fun little quick story, like you said. It is from Antonio Sacre, and he shares a story about his dad and how his dad kind of came over to the U.S. His family's originally from Cuba. Yeah. And so he shares what it was like learning about his family history and learning all the fun tales of you know, coming over to a new land and how that came about. And he kind of adds a, his own fun little twist sure, to it, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I love about this tiny little story is that it's one of those kind of in-between stories, you know? When you hear a storytelling performance from a great storyteller like Antonio Sacre, you'll hear a lot of longer stories, but sometimes between those stories, you'll hear some tiny little gems, gems that you sometimes miss if you're just focusing on the long stuff. And this little piece is one of those gems. And it's filled with all kinds of good stuff about Antonio's feelings about his dad, about learning the truth of how he got from Cuba to the United States, and also just uh, a celebration of the impulse that everybody has maybe to make heroes of their parents. This is Antonio Sacre with a little story called My Dad is the Man. It's today's Appleseed Bite. my family left Cuba in 1960, conditions were very bad. In 1994, conditions were so bad that thousands of families all left Cuba at once. A lot of them couldn't afford to come over in planes or in boats, so they made rafts called balsas, and the rafts were made out of inner tube tires and wood and plastic and chicken wire and everything they could get their hands on. It was a very dangerous journey. I went to Miami this past fall to talk to some of those balseros, the rafters that made that long journey into America, to ask them what their voyage was like, why they left Cuba, and especially the stories that they were telling in Cuba since 1960 when my family left. And they shared with me some of their songs and stories, and I decided to do the same thing with my family. And I sat my Uncle Tito down and I asked him about his journey. I told him how I was telling my friends how my father swam over from Cuba and he laughed. Then he looked at me and he said, do you know how your father came to America? And I said, yeah, he came over in a plane. 
He said, no, we all flew to Miami. Your father, like many other young Cubans, was forced to be a soldier in Castro's army. And your father spoke out against Castro's army. And one day, your father's best friend came running into the barracks. And he said, Nico, tú tienes que salir porque ya vienen los fusilados de Castro. He said, you better leave right now because the firing squad is coming from Castro to get you. And my dad, without grabbing anything, without saying goodbye to anyone, leapt out of the window, ran into the woods, and stayed in the woods all night and all the next day, and under cover of darkness, escaped into the Peruvian embassy. The Peruvians flew my dad from Havana to Miami. I looked at my Uncle Tito, and I thanked him for telling me that, because now I know the truth. And I can tell my friends that my father stole five planes from Castro's Air Force, no, he stole 20 planes, a whole battalion of planes from Castro's Air Force and flew families over the... He stole an aircraft carrier from Castro's Navy and saved thousands of people. And then, no, he, he was the man who stopped the Cuban Missile Crisis. He brought down the Berlin Wall standing on top of it saying, ¡Ahí van los cuadros! And he is the man that stopped communism all over the world. My dad has... Uh, he did a bunch of other things. Really, he did. My dad is the man. And that is the truth. La verdad. <laughs> oh, man. Un, dos, tres. I love that story from Antonio Sacre so much because not only do you get a picture of Antonio's heritage, this really kind of sincere, wonderful moment that's reflective of what happens to us when we learn the real story of our family, right? Mm -hmm. But you also get the the picture of the impulse that we have to to paint our family in heroic size, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I also think it's just so fun because I definitely remember, like, as a kid, you look up to the adults in your life, and especially your parents, and, like, they are superheroes, right? Yeah. They can do anything. Yeah. And as a kid, he probably thought, like, wow, my dad is so cool. He <laughs> escaped these people, and he came over to America. I think that's just so fun to, yeah. like, see the kid's perspective on things sometimes. And Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know we, we, we do see our – when we're kids, we – I guess if I speak from my own experience, right, when I was a kid, I saw my mom and dad in heroic size, mm -hmm. you know, like Antonio does. Yeah. And, and, and as I, as I told stories about them to people, I, those stories were just filled with superlatives, you know, because my parents were the best, right? Mm -hmm. And, and as a grown up, I, as a person who is now, you know, the age that my parents were when I was telling those stories when I was a kid, right? Um, I, I, I look at them differently and I and I see them I, I see them as perhaps people who are my size, you know, mm -hmm. rather than heroic size, but it doesn't diminish my admiration for them and my love for them, you know. Oh yeah. I I they're still my heroes, you know. Yeah, I think getting to the same age that my parents were, I'm I'm the same age that my mom was when she had two kids. I've got huh. no kids, and I'm <laughs> I'm amazed that you know she was able to raise me and my siblings, and that all of the, all of the things that my parents did for us, yeah. and how they did it at such young ages, is amazing to me. And yeah. 
they're still heroes in my eyes, even as an adult. It may may not be like the fantastical superhero that I always thought as a kid, you know, but it's a different kind of hero and one that I I think I appreciate a lot more. Just a fun little story from Antonio Sacre that, gosh, has left us a little bit pensive and talking about our own experiences with our parents, you know, and our perceptions of them. Thanks for joining us for today's Appleseed Bite. And, of course, join us on Thursday for a full hour-long episode drop featuring a story from Charlotte Blake Alston, the wonderful musician and storyteller, who will tell a version of the great American folktale of John Henry. John Henry, who died with a hammer in his hand. Charlotte Blake Alston's version is called Hammers of Steel Rang Out. We recorded it live in the Appleseed studio and can't wait to bring it to you. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.